Welcome to the Brazilian Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Malak Arif, and today we're back with another amazing episode. Now, before we even get started, I'm going to need you guys to like, share, subscribe. Let's get this engagement up. It's very important as far as this YouTube algorithm. So I'll give you guys a second to go ahead and knock that out right now. And I definitely, definitely will, will appreciate it. All right, let's go. Let's get into it. Again, my name is Malak Arif, and you are watching the Bridging the Generation Podcast. Now, today I got a brother straight out of new york city by the way of charlotte he has worked with artists such as west side gun benny the butcher conway the machine uh sky zoo amarni caesar uh just recently uh collaborated with the brother elza who's one of my favorite mcs in the game they just dropped a dope 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 project um last year and the brother he's keep on you know he, he's continuing to uh, to cook up man so with all that said, it is an honor to introduce my next guest, producer extraordinaire, the one, the only, Shay R. Swift. Let's get it. Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Malaka Reef, back with another amazing episode. Again, I got my co-host, DeAndra. She's back again, working, uh, you know, working this show with me. And uh, we got a, a very, very special episode. Now, this next brother has worked with numerous artists, man. Cast that I fuck with real heavy. It's, I've been trying to get this brother on the platform for a minute now. Um, but the brother stays so busy, so I, I totally understand. But I'm talking about, you know, working with legends from West Side Gun, Conway, Flea Lord, uh, Edo, Papoose. I mean, uh, RJ Payne, we be here all day, man. This brother is making his rounds. And it's an honor to have him on the Bridging the Generation podcast. We talk about the one, the only, J.R. Swift, man. What's going on, brother? Man, yo, first and foremost, appreciate y'all for even having me and everything good, man. How about yourselves? Nah, man, this is I'm I'm cooling, man. I'm glad that I'm able to be able to mix it up with you, man. I, you know, been been following you for the past two years, man. Past three years, and I love the traction that you're picking up, man. I love uh, the movement that you're a part of, man. So, you know, I hope you got a little time, man. We about to go in. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, man. Listen, we got all the time in the world, but whatever y'all need. No doubt, no doubt. Well, look, first of all, man, let's get into it, man. I got to get into the name, man. J.R. Swift, what does that mean, man? Where did that come from? I got to ask all my guests, man, what does the name J.R. Swift mean? When I think of J.R., I think of J.R. Ewing. I think of J.R. Reed. I think of, mm. yeah, I'm a little older, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of old school with it. So so, talk talk to me about the, the genesis of the name, man. Man, so my pop's name is J. Swift. So we all from East New York. So okay. he, he used to DJ, then started producing a little bit later. So mm-hmm. I, I forgot, but his friend, a friend of his, gave him the name J Swift. Okay. So instead of you know Swift Jr., I was like, nah, let me flip it, yeah. do something different. So that's how the name came about. Not too too crazy, too intricate, not like that. It was just Jr. Swift instead of 
Swift Junior. So okay, that's so, essentially what it is. It's Swift Junior. Swift Junior. Okay. So so you got this name when you was a youngin, or did you get this name? You know, you you adopted this name when you was like you know middle school, high school, adult. What? Yeah, this definitely came later. Um. Because I, I had so many different names, man. Because I used to MC at first. So you know I, that that was about to be the next question. You know that was about to be the next question. You know I had to yeah. ask because most producers, man, they dabble with with, with rapping, man. So come on, mm-hmm. let's, let's let's just get into it. Let's go, man. So so to give you out the history, so I was producing technically like around six years old. My pops had the MP, he had the MP two thousand, he had the ASR ten, and um. Some turntables too, so he had the whole little setup. Mm. So I was always intrigued by music, right? You know what I'm saying? Being around him, being around Pat Poos early, being around different people in the studio at an early age. Okay. So just seeing him do what he do with music made me want to be so involved. But I was more so in tune with the lyricism of it. You know, what I mean, mm. being around like Pat Poos and a couple other guys that I was around. So. I started out making beats like around six, then later, but still was rhyming in between those times too. But I formed a crew. I was around like 12, 13. It was my cousin, two of my cousins, and my homie that was in the, in the block. By this time, we in VA though. So I left left New York like around 90, 97, 98, and it's been back and forth. Anyway, it's around like 12, 13, I formed a group. <laughs> it was me and my two cousins and a homie. Okay. And um, that's I was I was emceeing, making the beats and yeah. engineering. Shit. I was doing doing it all. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's how everything came about. I didn't like my voice when I was rapping high pitch. I guess people didn't hit yet. Whatever, <laughs> sounding wild, crazy. So then, once uh, I just just take you know more of the liking of the production, that's when I stepped away from emceeing. Oh, whoa, 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 we, we, hold on, we, we moving a little too fast, hold on, right, right, let's, you, slow, let's slow it down, you, <laughs> let's you, slow you. it down, we got, we gonna get to that, man, but, but again, you. you know, being that you know for being a producer, man, you know I have yeah. to ask, you know, right. what are some of your earliest influences, man, like, as far as production, man, because, you know, you, you've been in this game for, you know, you talk about 96, 97, so I thought you was much younger, I didn't really, I don't know how old you are, but it seemed like you've been doing this for a minute. So just take me back, man. What were some of your earliest influences as far as like production? And hell, what are some of your earliest influences as far as like hip hop? One of the reasons why you even wanted to even, um, you know, get into the, uh, you know, be involved with the uh, with the genre. Yeah, so production wise, definitely. Um, so I got to tie everything in. So when I moved from New York to VA, like I said, my pops was still doing his thing with the music. Okay. I was introduced to Knott's Raw around like 97, 97. Shout out to Knott's, VA, VA. Yeah, yeah. So that's VA all moved, day. Yeah. yeah. So when I first moved, I was like, okay. And that's when I started hearing different side of production. I'm like, this joint is, is crazy. It's, it's, it was a different sound that I never right. heard before. Yeah. So then I now hold on, hold on. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. Got you, got you, got you. I gotta stop you because you just you just threw a Knott's name out there. Like this dude is right. like this is a legend we talking about. So right, right, is right. this around the time when Knott's was working with Jay? Nah, I want to say it's probably around Buster around the time. Oh, okay. Around. Okay, yeah. we talk about the what we talk about the Anarchy Project. 
Um, no, nah, I think it might have been extinction level event. Extinct, that's think, right before Anarchy. Yeah, they back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Go ahead. I was around around him, um, between him and my pops, and getting that influence. Mm-hmm. So hearing all, you know, bass lines going crazy in the studio. And this is like the first, um, used to call the studio the Dirk Factory. So this is the first Dirk, Dirk Factory in Norfolk. Anybody that know, they know. So I'm talking mm. about the wall shaking, you know, bass lines is, mm. you know, rumbling the, the walls right. in the studio. So <laughs> I, I remember being a little kid, he used to play around. I like, you know, he was going to dig up his nose and try to, you know, put a book on me <laughs> type stuff. I remember all, all that. But that was, you know, as I got older, <laughs> and started learning about production and stuff like that. Um, he was one of my influences. I just like how mm. he just crafted the beat the way he did. At the time, using the ASR, um, yeah, the ASR 10. Mm. You know, the, the way he flipped the bass lines, the drums, whatever, whatever. Definitely, you know, that's somebody I learned from outside of my yeah. pops. Yeah. But then the next involved, um, man, I think I was just in my room, just listening to like Pandora, it's like, with Pandora just popping. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laying it, you know, on shuffle. And I, and I came across this joint, I think it's called Gospel Funkadelic or Psychedelic. Something right. like that. I forgot the name, but it's by Black Milk. Okay. I'm like, yo, this is Shout crazy. out to Black Milk out of Detroit. Yeah. Yo. So I'm just listening to this production. I'm like, mm. yo, this is crazy. This is fire. So then listening to Black and then of course tied in with Slum Village. So I listen to Slum Village. And then I'm listening to the to the beats. And I'm like, who's doing the production? Oh, I know where you about to go. Go ahead, go ahead. I know yeah. where you about to go. <laughs> you know so, I, you, you know I know where you about to right, go with this one. <laughs> right. So looking at the credits, J D, boom. Dilla. To Dilla. And excuse me. Ever since then, I just been hooked. Change so, your life. Change your right. life. <laughs> so those those was my my first three influences. Um, early on, then my fourth one would be like high tech. I, I don't know where the, the inspiration came from. Cincinnati. Listen, yeah, listening. Shout out to high tech. Yeah, high tech is something different. Made two yeah. of my favorite joints, um, which was riding music by Fifty. Mm, yeah, riding music cold. And running by game. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's heavy West Coast influence. It's just what I don't do is just crazy. Mm. And fifth, um, why like you know, YouTube watching early A rap music, watching early A rap get crazy with the MP twenty four. Yo, A rap music so slept on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, slept on. But he would be my my, my my fifth influence, you know, my top five, which is, you know, Dilla, Black, Notch, High Tech, and A-Rap music. So when you listen to J.R. Swift, you hear all of them kind of combined okay. from the samples that I choose, the way I flip my bass lines, my drums, everything. You hear every, like, every last one of those producers combined. Mm. As far as MCing, um, man, it was, I was... And like still is a big G Unit fan. Mm. Like the early fifty, you know, mixtapes, you know, power mm-hmm. dollar. You know what I'm saying, guess what? Hey D, that's, that's your era right there. That's it. That's, that's it. good. That's when hey, that's yeah. when that's when you was in high school, right? Uh fifty came out, yeah, right when I was like graduating and going to college. Yeah, that whole G unit. Yeah. 
listen, you couldn't tell me nothing. And that's my whole my whole group at that time. That's what we was built around. We thought we was gonna be like the next G unit. You right. know what I'm saying? G unit so, was, was there. I, I saw that well, I saw fifty in a club in Atlanta. It was all star weekend. And Atlanta had to be maybe oh three. Yeah. And he had he still was wearing the tank top. It was only like fifteen dollars to get in the club. This is how early on I was living in Atlanta at that time too. <laughs> and it was lit. I, I was there, I know. Listen, like you couldn't tell me nothing. Everything in my closet was unit from the hat, the pants, the shoes, the, the Reeboks. Shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like I had, yeah. let me see, man. At least like two, or three pairs of the um, of you know what I mean, the G units. The G units, yeah. I had the white and blue ones. I, I, I had the, they were like some mid. Joints. They were like some mid joints. Them shits was fire. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Them shits was fire. Only thing I didn't rock with the G unit was that damn tank top. <laughs> that I had a tank top. So at the time I was small, I was skinny. So at yeah. the time I had the, the tank top. Didn't really quite fit it. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a little little homie. Yeah. I'm skinny, so I couldn't fit it like how fifty and it was. You know what I mean? But I had the tank top, had the hats, everything. But that was like some of my earlier influences. And okay. then now going back. And looking at Beg for Mercy, looking at the credentials, the production credits, mm. man, we talking about Dre, Red Spider, um, High Tech, Nas. Sauce Money. I mean, uh, my, uh, uh, Shaw Money. Shaw Money, yeah, Shaw Money's on there. Um, Eminem. M was on there, Needles. Needles. Jake One was on there. Yeah. That's it, was, it was stacked. It was stacked with production. When no, the last time you heard it, like, like, because I be hearing you... Luke, you know, I'll be watching you on IG sampling a lot of shit. But when was the last time that you sat with a, a, a old school project like that? Cause that's considered old school now. When the last time you sat sat with a project and just listened to it the entirety, like a, a project that that old? Could you think of? Do you ever find the time to just sit back with a with a, a Raekwon, um only built for Cuban links, or you know what I'm saying, beg for mercy, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, all the time. That's that's regular rotation for me. Beg for mercy, give it to die, trying. Yeah. Um, sometimes the documentary, the doctor's advocate, yeah. um, the massacre. Like I'm going back and listening to that. My sound mm-hmm. is is heavily influenced around that okay. time period. So yeah, I'm always listening. Even um, even some old some old Dilla stuff. Mm. I mean, like not only just donuts, but you know, that donut. Know, I'm just about to say that donuts, man. Donuts is crazy. Then you still got J Lo's Japan. J- the the J Lib with him and uh Mad Lib that joint. J Lib. Um, I go to I, I go to bed to that. Like I put that on that 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 J Lib, and I go right to bed, man. Man, listen, hey. it's, it's <laughs> countless joints. Even with, with yeah. Black Note, you got Sound of the City. Ooh. You got um, Tronic. Oh uh, man, damn, he uh, said album Tronic. That's that's the yeah, album that I'm, put me on the Black Milk right there. I, for me, I think it was uh, Popular the Men was the album I was put on to from Black. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. look, let's let's switch. We gonna be here all day. Let's 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 switch it up. So talking <laughs> yeah. about, like I said, um, it, you know, talking about uh, different songs or albums that 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 introduce us to particular artists. Um, I was introduced to you mm-hmm. on um, West Side Guns. Uh, Hitler Six, and uh, you know that the, the song I'm talking about, um, yeah. Big Luther Freestyle, man. And oh, yeah. that song to me, hold up before we hold on, hold on. Dude, you gotta hear this song if you have it. This song is is fucking amazing. 
it's one of like I'm trying to get in in your mind and trying to figure out like how did you come up with that, you know, as far as like the production and then how it switched to it and you interjected you you you, you interjected Luther Vandross never too much in the song. Like I thought that was just fly as hell. Like that was some real fly guy shit right there for you to just yeah. chop that little 10 second, 15 second sample on the joint like that. Like talk to me about the making of that song, man. Yo, so man, so um I had a beat tape, right? I had a beat tape called Corner Bodega. Okay. Right? So it was heavily influenced by Griselda. That's one of my my popular beat tapes that I've done. Um, okay. still to this day. And I remember going to New York twenty eighteen. I was at my ex crib and I had a battle like a day or two before and my man had sent me an IG story post that West was right. looking for production. He never looked for outside production before. I don't, I think he just randomly decided to do he it. Was just, he, he was just fucking with Darren at the time, right? Right, exactly. Or like, you know, Josh Blaze or somebody just like right. that. Right. So I'm like, man, the post was like 40 minutes in. I'm like, there's no way I'm able to get, you know, through, through with the email. So I wasn't going to send nothing at first. Right. I promise you, I wasn't going to send anything. Then I did. And it went through. I said, oh, right, okay. So maybe 15, 20 minutes later, um, shout out to B, B Burton, which is his tour manager. He had hit me and was like, yo, West, like rocking with the joints that you sent. I'm like, all right, okay. So I had to look at his profile because I'm thinking something from Gazy, but he, you know, it was actually legit. You know what I mean? He was tied right. in with him. So he ended up West saying my name on the IG story post. I'm like, yo, okay, so this is about to be a game changer. Mm. Like, and he falls with the the little clip, right? With the Luther Van uh, George joint. I didn't put that in there. That was all West. He did that. I, I had to ask. I had to. I, yeah. I kind of figured that sounded like something that he would do, but I, I, I you never know. I had yeah, to ask. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he did. He did all of that. Like, mm. I have, only thing I did, I just sent the beat. You know what I mean? Him and Benny went crazy, but yeah, yeah as far as that little part, yeah, that was all him. Nah, cause I had that, cause he got another joint with Wes got a joint on uh on his last joint where he in a he, he in a joint. I, I forgot who produced. I think it's Camouflage Mark, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. where he he uh he interjected uh Gerald Levert and Eddie Levert the baby hold on to me joint. So I thought that was kind of dope that he, you know, what I'm saying that he mm-hmm. I, I, that's dope to me. Like I noticed, oh. I, like I, I'm. With, as far as production, I noticed every little thing and I always thought that was pretty fly how he did that. So when I heard that on his last project, I thought that was you as well. And then I looked at the credits, I heard that was Camouflage Monk. So Camouflage Monk, hey man, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing, man, but we know where you got that from, man. <laughs> right, 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 right. Shout out to Camouflage Monk, man. Shout out to Camouflage Monk. So, so. Yeah, man. Uh, talk about y'all. You know your, your relate. No, matter of fact, continue. Talk. Continue talking about. T- talking about the story, man. I know I can. I can well, get yeah, it. I, I can ramble, man. But I want to hear this. Well, as far as um, well, shoot, but where I left off at, as far as you was you um, he basically you 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 said uh how Wes uh he he liked you know he he you sent some stuff over to him. He was really fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? And I interjected oh, yeah. it. You know, I wanted to talk about that particular song or whatever, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was basically it. Um, you know, I was, it was going to be a close call. It was going to be opportunity that was going to be missed. 
just okay. off of my off of my yeah. ignorance because I'm thinking, right. yo, the email full. There's no way, man. People wanted the opportunity, and I remember sending my man's, my other homie, shout out to Jay Claude. I sent him the same link. I'm like, yo, bro, go ahead, send something. Mm. He wasn't able to. He was at work, so I'm like, damn. Yo, I, you show love. You show love because most niggas yeah. wouldn't even say nothing. They would have been like, yo, yo, a lot of niggas would have been like, yo, hold up. I got an opportunity to, to, to link with gun. Yo, I'm not telling nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I mean, I'm, you know I'm how niggas can be, man. Come on, let's yeah. keep it a beat. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we listen, I'm one of those dudes. Um, you know, if you if you show some level of respect, I'ma show yeah. the same. I mean, right. he's one of those dudes. Or anybody around me, you know what I mean? They when if they they around me for a reason. They show respect, right. and it's really this family around me. So, you know, I had to show show love. I'm like, yo, bro, go ahead, send something. But he was at work. But far as with the record, um, yeah, that's that's how that came about. I had to send six joints, and he picked he picked like two, but one of the beats in the in the batch that I sent him ended up going to Conway. So it's like, all right, what's well, cool? Um, and I'll talk about that, you know, later about. You know how in the work with Conway, whatever, whatever. But yeah, that was it. How I work with West on that particular song. Mm, okay, because I know you did. Uh, you did do a uh, let, let's let's get it right into it, man. Um, yeah, for sure. Because uh, I know you did like uh, uh, I think maybe two years later after that. And I'm skipping over some shit because you work with Flea Lord. You did, you know, mm. 2018. You work with R.J. Payne, Pat Poose. Um, mm. But I want to I want to get to Conway. I want to get to yeah, Conway because. Um, that that particular project, man, really caught me off guard. The uh, the joint you did with um, I, uh, I forgot the name of it, but I know it's uh, Dave East, Jim Jones. What joint is that? Yeah, so that was that was the Vino D record. The Vino D with an El Camino on that joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that, was, so- that, that was the beat. That yeah, that was the beat that yeah. I sent to to Wes in a in the first very first batch. I sent that to Wes. And then I was like, um, all right, cool. So he ain't use it. No matter of fact, I'm lying. I'm lying. I didn't send that beat to West. Originally, I wanted that beat to go to Lloyd Banks. I was mm. like, somehow, some way, I want this beat to go to Banks because it has like that feel. It has yeah, yeah, like, that, yeah. that old genius yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't had no, you know, I didn't have any, any way, any contact to get to to Banks. So I just left it alone. Give it a um to Conway, but I think he knew what time it was though, because he's like, yo, this dude sound like some old G unit type right. vibe. Yeah. You know, you got El Camino singing on the hook. On the hook, yeah. Some, yes, it's like some gangster love joint. You know what I mean? Yeah, he even yeah. said it himself. That's the vibe he was going for. So that's yeah. bringing Dave East, Jim Jones, and they laced right. the joint too. They definitely did their thing. Yeah, because you you did another joint. I forgot the other one, but you did yeah. two joints on that um that particular uh. Conway, I think that's a, one of them eat what you kill joints, one of them projects. Oh yeah, so now nah, so you got to go back earlier that year, that was 2019. Nice. So how I connected with Conway was through Flea Lord. We did the Broken Femur joint, mm. so from from Flea to Conway, and that's how I ended up on Full Three. And I did the intro track, and I did Riches in the City. Okay. So that's how I did those two joints. Then later on in the year, that's when I did you know did. Okay, because I know you did a joint with uh. You produced one of them joints with Flea Lord and uh Funk P. I know you did something yeah, for them. Th- that yeah, that was uh I forgot 
forgot about that joint, man. I forgot the name of that record. Yeah, That's I, what happened when you get, when you just be working, man. Man, <laughs> crazy busy that year, twenty eighteen yeah. with this, yeah. with this lit. I swear. Nah, you, nah, nah. You did uh, so, 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 so. Talk about that, man. Like, like twenty eighteen, man. It seemed like you you picking up traction, man. And the second the second artist that really got me, uh, that got your atten- that got my attention. You know what I'm saying? As far as like your production was RJ Payne. You know what I'm saying? So talk about you uh linking with RJ Payne, man. What what did you see, you know, in, in this brother? And did you ever think that he would be this artist that he is becoming now? Because it's it's still work to be done, but as far as artistically, I think, man, in my opinion, I think he's he's the next one. You know what I'm saying? So talk talk yeah. talk to me about that, about that connection. Man, I, I think it is one of those. I mean, it's not really a crazy story. I think it is one of those situations where I think, you know, he was looking for production. Because he normally right. said that if you look, if he's working on a new project, the producers, this is y'all Tom, y'all, I want to be on his projects. It's my email, y'all send me joints. Mm. So I ended up doing that. So I said three or four joints, he picked like two. And that's how you got Tan Butter. Then it was another joint um, that, that I did on one of the Cocaine series, one of the early joints. And then I did another joint for him. Um, at this time, we kind of built a relationship. Right. So I was just like, I bet. So I sent some more joints. And I did the intro track. I was too late. So he couldn't like really get busy okay. on the record like he wanted to. So he mm-hmm. just made it as an intro. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. It, it wasn't that, like too too crazy for our, like far as the story goes. Okay. So look, man, you been like I said, you you did a bunch of joints with uh, with Gun, man. You got I'm looking right here, man. I mean, you got Batista. You know, on Fly God is an awesome guy. You got Batista, Amherst Station, uh, on Hitler, Hitler Hermes Seven. You got Westside Gun Day. Fly God is an awesome guy. Uh, two, you got Lil C's, Hitler wears Hermes, and his last on his last project you produced Eddie Kingston, man, which you know is 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 fire. So, talk to me about this 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 connection, man. Like you seem to have like a good uh, chemistry, you know, as far as Westside Gun. Do you guys actually? work in the studio together or it's just like by phone like how was how was you guys working relationship um or how's yeah, you guys relationship period yeah so, yeah that, that's my my brother right there like i could call him text him like your bros like you good i know he'd be super busy right. so you know sometimes he may or may not respond you know if he don't i'll take it personal you now you out here moving right i mean it's the, that's part of the game but anyway right. Um, I haven't, I didn't start linking with, with Wes until really last year, like face to face. Um, he had called me, you know, he texted me and this was like November of last year. He was like, yo, bro, what you doing? Like, I'm chilling. He was like, yo, you, um, you gonna be busy for a couple of days or a week? I'm like, nah, like, what's good? I need you out here. Oh, why are you Say less. Right. So. You know, he sent me the information. I'm thinking he he playing games or whatever. <laughs> um, but nah, he called me like mad early. He like, yo, bro, like, yo, you up? I'm like, yeah, kinda. He like, yo, your flight about to leave a couple hours and get ready, whatever, whatever. So I flew to uh, Phoenix. And that's the first time I actually like linked with him in the studio. And okay. two records was cut that day. Okay. Um, like, cause I couldn't I couldn't create nothing to save my life. So. He's recording yeah, like, a pr- produ- what they call that pr- producer's block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the crazy part about it. So 
I'm cooking up, man. It's a video. You see me cooking up. He's recording. And nothing ain't, ain't, ain't come through. So he's like, I worry. You know, take a break or whatever. And he started recording a verse for somebody. So I went in another room. Like, I get Studio B. And I went in there. And the Kingston was cooked up. And then we did a joint called Stain. Stain was supposed to be on Hiller. Hiller right. is. And then, 80, well, at the time, it probably wasn't called Eddie Kingston, but I made those two beats. Okay. Um, He heard Stain immediately recorded, but he scratched the whole original um, Hiller 8, and he gave that record, I believe he gave the record to, to Peter Rosenberg. That's how I ended up on that album. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, because you got to join on that Peter Rosenberg project, too. Yep, so... Now, do you? I, I, th- I think you, mm-hmm. but you, you co-produced that with somebody, or do you do that? You do that one by yourself? Nah, so that was that was me and the homie. The homie composed the sample, and I just ended up using the sample. Okay. So that's how that came about. Mm-hmm. Um, then I played the Eddie Kingston joint that that night, that same night for him, and he like, "Yo, this is crazy." So he trying to pin them bars, whatever, whatever, and then can't remember what happened after that. So fast forward. Um, I'm on live, you know, I stay on IG live going Yeah, through. yeah. And my man's was like, yo, um, yo, you know you, you made the album, right? I'm like, son, how? I ain't sent him no production. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you know, well, damn, I'm getting ahead. I'm I'm getting ahead now. So yeah, so I, um fast forward, right? I'm bound backtracking, fast forward. I was in Atlanta and work with Wes again. Okay. And then he ain't picked nothing at all that day. He ain't picked nothing. Right. Um. So now back back to where we at now. Homie was like, "Yo, you know you want an album." I'm like, "Yo, I have I haven't sent this man anything, bro." And I started <laughs> thinking. I'm like, "You know what? I did leave him a beat back in Phoenix that he didn't use yet." Now, bet you that's probably the the joint. Yeah. Sure enough, it was. It was it was the joint. Yeah. So that's oh, how Kingston came about. Shit, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm see, I'm hearing this, and I'm I'm like, I'm surprised that you surprised that he that he selected you. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been on mm-hmm. every project that Wes has released, man. Uh, the past, what are we talking? The past three years. So I guess you you why, why were you so, so surprised that you um that that he picked you for this joint? Um. Because, you know, the only one that you're not on is like Pray for Paris, I believe. That's the only one for, yeah. for, with, with the, the past three years. Uh, Pray for Paris, and I think the, you know, um, the sun, the sunshine, or something like yeah. that, that one. Yeah, that was the only two. Um, bro, just have a vision. I mean, like, that's why he's the master curator of the game right now. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he has like a crazy vision. Yeah. So. I'm thinking, all right, cool. If I'm not on here, then it's cool. Like right. I've learned to not take nothing personal. This mm. part of the game is music business. Right. So I'm not going to take anything personal unless you make it personal. Right. So I'm not in. I'm here to to create a legacy and get money. I don't care about none of that. Right. But with, with him, um, like I said, he he had like cover songs already in for Hiller Eight already. Yeah. And then I got worried. He scratched all the joints and then started creating <laughs> new songs. So. That's why I wasn't I wasn't tripping, yeah. but um, it was surprising to me because I'm like, yo, I haven't sent this man no no joint, and then I realized like, and my daily from with that one beat that he didn't use yet, 
Yeah. And end up becoming like the song is is fire. I can't even lie. Yeah. I was yeah. I was at a show a couple of days ago. I wanted to go see Bodie, and um, the Uber was cool enough to be like, "Yo, what you trying to hear? You don't hear my shit. What you mean? <laughs> the shit that I did? Like, yeah, put that Eddie Kingston on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was playing all my joints from Batista to Eddie Kingston. Yeah, to, yeah. All that. Like, yo, hold on, time out, time out, yo. That Batista is crazy. Yeah. Yo, yo, that Batista is crazy. Yo, yo. So, so, I, I. Being that you like you said, man, Westside is the is the curator of this shit right now, the master curator, man. Like, what you do is very special, man. And I want to ask, man, like, when you cooking up these beats, how do you know, man? Like, it's ready, like it's ready to be served, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how long it takes for you guys to put this to, this shit together, but when it comes out, man, it should become classic, especially when you link with an artist like Westside Gun. So. Talk, talk to me about that, man. Man, it, it just depends on on a, on a feeling of the sample. Like I said, like I could have, you know, two and a half gigs worth of samples, and I, that's a lot. That's probably that's a lot of yeah, that's, a, that's yeah, a lot of yeah. gigs. And, and I, I'll probably, I probably, out of you know, two and a half gigs of samples, yeah. I probably only use like maybe 15, 20 of the samples. I mean, but I would go back, you know, as the day progresses, like throughout the yeah. week. I may go back and listen to the same joints over and over because I hear things differently. So that that just how I work. If I'm cooking up, I might just listen to a particular sound. It might just be like a real eerie piano sound. It might just be a synth. Whatever it, it may be, it's got to be something that's pleasing to my ear. Right. I know how I'm going to flip it. I know how I'm going to chop it. Whatever, whatever. I just don't. You know, some people would just have this whole layout like, okay, I'm gonna do this and this and this. I hit right. in my head. Nah, I'm just okay. I'm gonna chop it. I know the pieces I'm gonna use, and then I'm gonna just go find like the drums and then play my bass lines and do out, you know, mixing. Mm. If I feel like I need a little bit more additional um, instrumentation on it, then I'll right. call my means to add to add on to the beat, but. Um, I don't be thinking about it like that, man. Like I'm not a super planner when it comes to my, my production. I'm just free. Like however, right, right. you know, whatever the vibe goes, that's that's one way. No doubt. So when you when you cooking up, do you ever have like a you know, uh, like a particular artist in mind? Like this, I'm I'm doing this for Rome Streets. I'm doing this for Lloyd Banks. Or you know what I'm saying? Like how often is that? Is that the method? Because I remember you mentioned about Lloyd Banks, but a lot of artists, I mean, I'm not going to say a lot, but I've had talks right. with producers where they don't have, like, they just cook the shit up and then whoever, you know what I'm saying, whoever want it, however you guys get the, uh, you know, get your uh, production to different artists, that's just what it is. So what's your method as far as, like, you know, when you, when you um, you know, cultivating and putting the shit together? Man, for one, I make music for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is my, my therapy session. I go through... Um, anxiety and stuff like that a, a lot so this is where i'm able to be free and be myself so i'm right. making music for for me right i don't have an artist in mind but if i know your rick ross needs some joints i i got stuff for ross because I, I made something that's kind of musical in his lane right. mm. or okay you know az or nas need joints you know i well i got stuff for nas and, and az right or um just you know Depending who it is, you know what I mean? Because I know a lot of artists is real particular about their sound. 
Mm-hmm. So some artists may like like texture. Now, I mean, it's, it's it, it can get weird. I don't want to break down the whole philosophy, but production right. but it can get real weird for a lot of people. Uh, but um, I just cook up. I don't have any artists in mind. I, I just do it for for myself, and then if I hear somebody on it, then I I start sending out the batches. But no doubt. Uh, now see, I, I I've been seeing you and uh shoot man. I'm seeing you you, you and shoot cook up a lot. Uh, just building man yeah, and i wanted cool. yeah i wanted to get him on the platform we, we, I'm, we that interview was coming but i would have loved to have both of y'all man um you know together man so like who are some of your 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 top producers man some of your i'm not gonna say top who are some of your favorite producers at the moment you know they could be mainstream they could be independent you know just whatever man um, like niggas that you fucking with like not just yeah Cause numbers or whatever, like niggas that you actually yeah. fuck with, cause they put in that work. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, my man Praise from from Maryland, uh, Troop, One Eighty Third. That's my man. Like that's, Yo, that's shout out to One Eighty Third. Yeah, One Eighty Third. Uh, my man Aesthetic. Uh, Aesthetic Funk. is nasty. Um, man, I don't believe any anybody out, man. Um, I like I like actual beats. The homie from the UK make the drum mm. him. Yeah. Mellow, Mellow Beast is dope. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, man. Uh, I like Future Wave. Future Wave is, is, is crazy. Out of Canada. Yeah, Future yeah. Wave is, is, is fire. Danny LaFleur is, is fire too. Danny LaFleur is dope. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, man. I don't want to miss anybody else. But those those dudes I just named, okay. they bring some some different to the, to the table. Oh, I was, no, I, I got to add her in. My, um, she's not really my sis, but my sister, um, that blessed girl, God bless her dad, but she's mm. she on her way. You know what I mean? Yo, she's hold on, hold on, hold on, time out. I had no idea that was a female. That that blessed girl? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I, I I had no idea, God bless the dead, because I see a name in credits on... um. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of stuff with, with Jamal Gasol. Yeah, did 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 do some shit shit with Flea Lord if I'm not mistaken. You have to do some stuff nah, with Flea Lord. Nah, I, I don't think Blessed Girl did anything with uh with Flea. At least not yet. Okay. Nah. nah she, wow. Uh, I she, had... she was on she was on her way too. Yeah, she was dope. She was. I know she did some shit with uh Jamal. I interviewed Jamal Gasol like last year. That's dope, mm-hmm. man. So so, being okay. So being that you know you mentioned, you know. Rick Ross, you can, you know, mm-hmm. you if you wanted to, you know, do something with Rick Ross or if you want to do some trap shit or whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Do you when you when you look at where hip hop is at right now, is that a particular lane that you would think that that would be, you know, difficult for you to just fully jump into or would you like to just stay right where you at as far as like being an independent uh, you know, working with a lot of these uh I hate to say underground but a lot of the, the legendary independent artists or do you feel like you know what i'm saying you can balance both you know what i'm saying because there's yeah. some guys that can do both yeah yeah so here's the thing i started doing boom like boom bat beats like around let me see like 2011 20, so i right. moved so when i moved from va I, I was all over the place so i went from new york to, to va va now i'm in charlotte so okay. when i moved to charlotte in 09 I was doing the trap stuff heavy. I'm talking mm. like Lex Luger, like uh, Travis Porter type type vibes. Like I was Lex on that Luger. type of time. Damn, yeah, I was on, I was on that type of time. And then I remember calling my cousin. Shout out to A One. 
when I called him, I was like, yo, bro, I think I want to go back to the essence. Like, yeah. I want to go back to the sound that my pops had me around. He was like, yeah, go ahead, no, go ahead and do that. Why? Why? So, what made you, what made you, you know, have this epiphany? Just, what was this epiphany that, what took place that made you want to, you know, at that go time, back? I, at that time, I don't know. I think I just wanted to do something different. And, and that's one thing about me. And then I'm going to get to your, to your, um, to your question about, you know, doing both. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to, you know, call my own lane. I feel like everybody right. was doing this, you know, trying to sound like Lex. It was crazy. Everybody. It was, it was Lex. It was um, Drama Boy. Drama Boy was probably Drama. at that time. Uh, uh, what's the guys that work with Ross? Um, the, the the team. Um, oh, Justice League. Justice League. Yeah. Everybody was sounding like Justice everyone League. Everyone like Justice League. So um, like, it was yeah. a lot of guys. We go. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a lot of people. So a lot of those guys, I noticed, man. Like a lot of those guys, you know, no disrespect, but they didn't last as far as like keeping that momentum up. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's it's the times. It's you know, music changes. It seems like music changes like every three, three four years. Yeah, you know, a, a lot. You figure, I mean, you know, tra- Travis Porter to you know Walker to. I mean, Gucci reinvented himself. But I'm like, like Walker, Travis, uh, Travis Porter, because I want to put the other Travis out there. Um, yeah. Who else, man? Uh, Roscoe Dash. Roscoe all Dash, those, yeah. All yeah. those people. Nah, yeah. man. So like, what do you think the importance, yeah. like, they were all on the radio and had really popular music, whereas mm-hmm. do you think that that's still something that's important now in music to get that radio play? Or is it something that artists can bypass and be just as successful? How do you feel about yeah. that? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean, and I, it's, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was in the room at Clubhouse and it was Bink was in the room and Toon was in the room and they were talking about that. And they said something about, you know, I'm trying to get on the radio. I, that's the area they came up in. Now we have streaming. Granted, streaming pays less than a penny, but you figure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it pays less than a penny, right? Yeah, it was but, probably less than that. It was less, it's less than yeah. a half a penny. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you figured though, right? Like, I can't really feed my family and eat off this and this time the third, whatever, whatever. I know somebody right now that eats off of, off of streaming. You know what I'm saying? Like, my cousin, my cousin eats very well. Not to put his business, you know, I ain't talking numbers, but my, my like, he eats well off of streaming. You know, of course, if you get on the radio, that's the bigger bag. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you right. get a, a bigger bag from that, you get a notoriety, so on and so forth. That's not everybody's goal and lane anymore. They like, right. man, I'm going to get the, stream, the streaming numbers. I'm bringing 15K, 20K, right. so on and so forth. And right, right. good, depending on where you live. Yeah. You could eat. You could pay your, your rent month in advance, right, right. depending on where you live, just off of streaming. Yeah. So, streaming, you know, it depends. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It depends right. if you're popping. So if you're one of the popular artists or producers that's in these playlists, that's doing the numbers, why not? Versus, let me, like, I could break it down like this, right? While, like, five years time, so five years, you might be chasing that, that smash hit, that, that big boy 100, 200, whatever, for years, five, three to five years. Right. But, in two or three years out of that five, 
I don't overlap too financially, right? And maybe notoriety wise, just streaming, just building my numbers. Streaming, why, right. why you still chasing that hit record production and artist wise? Right. I made my bread already. Right. I mean, my family good. I'm good. Right. I'm shopping at at the spots that you shopping at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and daily, because right. I'm getting my my money right, and my numbers right. While you right. still chasing that, and it could be hit and miss. Right, so, right. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget. Yeah. A lot of people forget how a lot of these uh, deals are structured. Like when you a mainstream artist, most of these guys are signed to 360 deals. So, you know, even the producers, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. and then another thing I noticed, one thing I noticed, and, and, and do you, have you noticed this as well? Mm-hmm. Um, D and, and uh, J.I., like, cause I'm big on credits. Whenever a project come out, I gotta see who produced what, who writes what, whatever. And nowadays, it seems like when it comes to the mainstream artists, every hit song has like four producers on it. Like you will see Boy Wonder, you will see, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Hit Boy. You will see, well, not necessarily Hit Boy mainly work, but yeah, he, he 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 works with other producers as well. But what I'm trying to say is like, but you guys, like guys like you, guys like Derringer, guys like Alchemist. You guys, when you guys produce a song, it's just you. You know what I'm saying? But it seemed like the mainstream guys, and this is something that's different. I didn't, I don't remember seeing this 10, 15 years ago. So do you think is the, you think that uh, kind of play a, a, a part in that? And what do you think about that as far as like, you know, uh, where production is going? Um, Man, I'm, I'm a kid, but all the way real with you. You know, I'm one, I'm one of the realest out here. Now, take a look at the credits if you think I'm, if you think I'm talking like nah, out of my nah, ass. Absolutely. Look at the credits and like look at Drake's new album or Kanye West album. Yeah. There's like five different producers on every single song. Mike Dean, Key Wayne, and I'm just thinking like whatever happened to late registration when Kanye was just boom, 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 boom. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I mean, this is how the game is now from stories that i've heard and you know this homies just give me the real they like man were you in obsessions you playing the b you cook well you cooking up hey bro i think you should add your switch that kick out boom my man get a percentage and a production credit it's by telling you to switch a kick hey bro oh. turn, turn the volume turn the volume up i mean it's a little bit you get production credit off that oh that's you know, or um, you know, the beat basically done, but homie might be like, "Yo, let me have those keys." I right, with the rule, and you ain't really asked for it. But being there's so many producers in the room, yo, that's a vibe. Everybody rocking with it. But a lot of them probably thinking, "I'm gonna get a production credit off this," and the beat be wild simple, wild simple. But they telling you to switch your kick, turn up a knob to make it louder, or switch the sample out. Yeah, they need a piece of the pop. Versus yeah. like what we do, we chopping the sample, or if we're using like a sample pack from, like you know, producers now compose samples. So if we're right. using that, they consider that a collab. Right. So now I got to split, you know, split that or whatever, whatever case may be. So you'll see like one or two, that would be it from the underground side. I was about to say I rarely see any of you guys man like collaborate with other producers man like when i see when west side gun or conway or elza whatever when y'all do a, a project or a song it's just boom jr swift Durgin, mm. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's, it's because 
like what we do is you know we've been doing for a long time like we just chopping up a sample we playing our own bass line some maybe nice with the keys they might add a little little melody on top you right. know what i'm saying that'll be it you don't need yeah. much you know what I'm saying? It don't take much to do what we do, but everybody's do it differently, I think, you know, in their own way. Versus what the more mainstream guys, what they doing, they trying to get a hit record. So they're gonna bring multiple people in. But don't bring multiple people in for a basic ass beat. A basic ass beat. And and y'all about to split that shit like six ways. Six six ways, but you figured it's Kanye. It's Drake. That bag about to be stupid. But it's like it was like seven of us on the damn beat, bro. It's like, you know, me and my man's talked about this before. But why would you want to be, to me, that's right. kind of like, I look at that, like, and don't forget your your, your thought. I'm going to be quick. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. me, that's kind of like riding the bench to win an NBA championship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, I wouldn't, like me personally, man, right. I wouldn't feel right, man, knowing that I just came in just for that. Like, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't want product. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I just wouldn't want credit on something just because I, I told you to change the snare or whatever like if i didn't cook that shit up like 50 percent or 100 percent like young just whatever you know what i'm saying but that but that's how the game is man you know because i see that on every single album now that i didn't see that like you just mentioned bink and you mentioned you know uh um you know uh uh not to not tomp and all these guys man you would too be working so didn't work with Bink. You ain't see Bink and Knox doing no songs together. Like that shit was, it was just rare. You would see that. Like two, yeah, it was rare. I mean, I mean what, what would happen though? Like a lot of the OGs, they may pay a session player. Like yo, I need a live bass. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I will pay you by the hour. Or they might just, you know, I ain't gonna waste no time with you. This is why I hear. Yo, just kind of get funky with the bass, right. you know, but still follow the melody. I bet that might be two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, whatever case may be. That's it. But now it's like, oh, collaborative effort is the way to win. And it's like, yo, what if I, ain't, you know, what I'm saying, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm kind of selfish. Depending where it is, I ain't gonna share bread with everybody. I mean, you can leave. You <laughs> that's can leave what I'm saying, man. Like that's the finesse joint right now. I don't know, man. It's just. And you, you know, some people, some people, you would call me stubborn or selfish, and I'm mad. And it's like, nah, it's this is I'm this your shit, flipping. right? Not, not only just that, I'm I'm just flipping the sample. That's it. Oh, right? okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying I'm just flipping the yeah, sample yeah. to you know whether I'm looping it or I'm just flipping it to oblivion. Yeah. Why somebody else got to come in and be like, well, I helped you with this or you? You know what I'm saying it, the game just got weird, but I understand it. I still think it's whack. That's just so, whack, man. I'm sorry. It, right, <laughs> it's like, just whack. I, it's, it's, it's whack. But I'm like, yo, we have. I, I haven't had. I haven't heard. And this is why I, uh, I love doing this, man. Because I don't feel there's enough platforms where we have these type of conversations. Because especially as far as producers, man. Because a lot of people don't realize, man, how important, how vital producers are. You guys are the sound of the music. <laughs> you guys are the sound of the music. So whatever sound is popular at this moment, whether it's in mainstream or underground, you guys are the curator of that shit. So I just feel like we need to start having these type of conversations, you know, for not just for hip hop purists, but, you know, just it's, it's a great conversation to, to, to have, man, because I just 
I don't like it, man. I'm gonna be honest. I'm hating. No, no, <laughs> I'm a no, hater. I don't like it. Letting be now. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you something real, man. It's another thing too, because I I hate a lot of shit in the in the production community. I do. I swear to God, I do. Right? Yo, producers they didn't mind their damn business. <laughs> Niggas they didn't mind their business, son. I swear to God, they didn't mind their business. Yo, bro. Niggas be in the comment like, hey, yo, bro. I know where that sample from. And nigga, why does it right, matter? Right. Like, yeah. why does, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, what what brownie points you trying to get by calling <laughs> my sample like, like dummy? Like, what is you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, I, and this is, I understand it, right? Um, And shout out to my man, Whitey Third. He, he said something to me that, that I resonate with. He was like, That's the you homie. know, I don't move. I don't move like a producer. I move like a, a, a rapper. You know what I'm saying, right, I'm right. like an artist. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. When we look at a lot of producers. They kind of nerdy looking. They not. They not fly. You know what I'm saying, like, yo, I noticed that about y'all too, man. Y'all, y'all, yeah, one eighty third, man. I, I was, I was literally just talking to him this morning, man. And I, I love. I, I, go ahead, go ahead. I'm not in. Nah, nah, so you know. At the end of the day, like, I'm I always been a fly nigga. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I always always been always been fly, always yeah. had low, always had whatever yeah. the case can be. Yeah. So I move in in a similar way. I'm just more introverted because As I'm you should. Right. I'm just more introverted. I'm gonna be real. I really don't trust a lot of people. So right. like, if I'm seeing how you move, I'm like, all right, son, I want a positive mm-hmm. time that I'm You're on. Right. All right. So I could see you as being a you know, a, a family member. I don't right. have friends. Either your family or your acquaintances. That's how I move. There's no, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. So same way. Either, either I rock with you, or I, or I don't. That's just what it is. So, um, if you look at a lot of these producers, though, right? They, they, you know what I'm saying? They kind of weirdos. Like these kind of weirdos. I don't want to call no names. Weirdos. Yeah. Nah, they they real. Not weird, the one. Bro. The one. The ones I interview. All cool as shit. <laughs> well, nah, 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 for sure. Like, like one eighty third, my man sees music. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Hey, don't think I can. A-B, yeah, J J R Swift, A B. Yeah, but yeah, but I know like, I I know where you getting at though. Yeah, for for sure. But I understand. Like, we love technology. We love yeah. you know. Hey, man, you know you gonna get this new synthesizer? And nah, nigga, I'm about to go. You know what I'm saying, try to get more bags. I'm about to try to, <laughs> you know. Cause I don't really care about that, about that. Like for the longest time, like with my music equipment, I didn't even have studio monitors. I would just use the headphones mm. or whatever was available to me. I feel right. like I work better when I when I have less. Cause you can't. I tell I tell wild shit on Twitter like all the time. None of y'all niggas will fuck with me. Like that's how I move. None of y'all could be. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't do what I do. Right. So, but I, you know, for me, I see hip hop as competitive but still like friendly right. too and i think that's what's missing people don't know how to have a, a friendly competition anymore anything you know everything is about niggas and their feelings and their feelings or trying yeah. to attach themselves to you to to gain and right. it's like nah like talk your shit you feel like you're better than me then we're yeah. yeah. gonna see you know what i'm saying yeah. like, just the records i don't care about the records let's see are your beats better than mine right 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 but when, when, when you start talking like that Niggas be like, oh man, he ain't, he ain't really a team player. He on some mad shit. Like, why I got anything to be mad for? Nigga, right, right. I've been, I'm new in the game. I only been in the game since 2018. Ain't right. to be mad. I just feel like, 
where's the competitiveness with the right. music? What, mm -hmm. what are y'all scared of? So, see, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, damn. See, I only know of this brother since 2018. I hope I I don't want to be looking crazy, man, because I didn't know if what you've done mm -hmm. prior to that. Because I do my due diligence when I when I when I interview an artist, you no. Know? And I was hoping that I wasn't missing out on some shit that you did prior to that. So I'm glad you said that to, for the for the record, because I, yeah. I, I, I I in my world, you know, you came on the scene in 2018. So I feel I thought I'm like, hi, right, okay. If he got something, if he got something uh, prior to 2018, I hope he talk about it, cause I don't know about it. Well, <laughs> I ain't gonna well, lie. So it's, it's something that you did miss. So before that, before no, I should never say that. Boys, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always gonna be real. So before it's all good. Before 2018, right? I, um, I formed a group with me and my homie Cordova, right? Shout out to Cordova. Okay. Um, was, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this though. If my bro, you know, didn't go through what he went through personally and was still emceeing, I don't give a fuck who out here now. He would have gave niggas a lot of problems. He was that nice. Mm. He was that nice. What's his name again? Cordova. Mm. So okay. if you go, if you go on, you know he got a, his band came still love. So if you, if you type in Cordova, C O R D O V A, Super Dova, he got an album. That's that's like 2013, 2013, 2012, somewhere around there. Okay. Like, and I mean, of course, you got to take it with a grain of salt. The production. Well, you know, it's different. It's still hip hop, but it's different then than it is now. But as an MC, vicious, right? Anyway, we formed a group called Ill Science. You know what I'm saying? We put out an album, but uh, we, we, we were trying to get the master mix. Like we were trying to get everything mixed down or whatever, whatever. But the engineer went to Florida and had somebody hold like a bag with, with all the external hard drives and everything. My man just dropped the bag with all the external hard drives on it. Lost all the files. God damn, bro. So we figured at, at this time we couldn't get the, the proper mix. And this was the time where streaming wasn't really popping like that. It's 2012, right, right. 2013. This is heavy blog era. Yeah, it was so no no title, none of that shit back then. No Spotify. None. 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 So you figured two dope boys. Um, what else? What else was popping? Um, on the underground level, um, damn, damn, you go, you you going back? Oh, yeah. this nigga. Sorry about that. <laughs> this, this nigga Pierre Ed was the comedian man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Call, yeah, calling me man. My oh, bad. Could tell you, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was so many blogs, man. But I know two two dope boys was like one of the biggest ones at the time. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it, it was. It was um it was tough around that time, man, to really get on those platforms. Versus like now, yeah. Now look, blogs is nowhere to be found for real, for real. You know, you got people that review the albums or whatever, but those are just fans, people who right. You got to take that with a grain of salt. Niggas yeah. don't really know what, what they be talking about sometimes. But I mean, you got that. Like, well, well, I mean, now you got like hot, uh, uh, hot new hip hop and. You know right. what I'm saying, but back back then, I think you had you had that back then. Hot new hip hop, I think that came, came out yeah. around that time. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, but, but you but, but you we, write the blog. Um, that piff, that piff, that piff. But we wasn't on that level yet. Um, few people viewed the album, 
they enjoyed the album. It was fire, but we just didn't have that extra push. Right. And then things started to happen. And then, you know, he got into his personal life started to yeah. be a little shaky. Then he just stopped right. doing music completely. Then I continued. So I even reached back out to him like numerous, numerous times. Right. Like, yo, bro, this is the time where we, we should be taking over, bro. I swear, this is the right. perfect time. But, you know, what he went through was, you know, traumatic. Mm-hmm. So and I now understand me knowing right. I understand like yeah I, I definitely you know if I was in that position I definitely understand so mm-hmm. you know that's still my brother though and I'm still gonna carry the the ill science name regardless. No doubt, no doubt. So now talk about working with um you know uh, uh, MC man um 2020 last year man you dropped one of the nicest projects man of the year in my in my opinion and it's with the legendary. Elzai, man, talk about that particular project, man. Like that, that seven times down, uh, eight times up. Mm. Woo! Talk mm. about that because that was the first project that you would that you produced in its entirety. Mm. So, how did that whole thing come about, man? Because I was surprised, man, when like when the project dropped, I I seen him posting like a couple of songs and it had you like uh, a couple of songs produced by you. But mm-hmm. I didn't know you produced the entire thing, man. So mm-hmm. talk about that, man. Linking with the the legendary Elzai, man. You know from um, yeah, yeah, for you sure. know Slum uh, Village, man. So, so L L was supposed to be my first placement. So that was 2017. So around around matter of fact, around this same time, on my birthday, cause I turned 30 on Saturday. So around the same time. I um doing what I'm doing now, making the beat, and I sent the, the video to him um via DM Instagram. He was like, "Yo, this is fire!" So he went through mm-hmm. the, the catalog that I had at that time. He was like, "Yo, call me. It's my number." I'm like, "Now I'm a crazy that was our thing." So that was our one of the nicest. Yeah, man. Listen, for him to even say that at that time, I'm like, "Nigga, what?" So yeah. called him. He like, yo, it was good, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, I'm I'm on the phone with probably my not if not one of my favorites, probably my favorite artists, favorite MCs. You know what I mean? just, like, yeah, he definitely he definitely top top five in Detroit. For sure. And that's man. crazy because Detroit got spitters. Yeah, yeah. Detroit got some sure. spitters. Man, absolutely. So just to be on the phone with him. He was like, yo, we definitely gonna work, send me some more joints. I'm like, all right, back. So I kept quiet for a, a minute. Then he started recording, started tagging my name. And I was like, yeah, this this is about to go crazy. So yeah, that was supposed to be my first placement. That project wasn't supposed to be a project. It was only supposed to be singles. Then he was like, nah, I, I don't know, I'll give him a shot and end up being a whole project. And I remember being on the phone with him like later on, it's like work, like, real like later right right he was like yo you know we building we talk about music and all that he was like man yo you, you give me that same feeling that dilla used to give me mm. that's, all I here. that's all i needed here like that's I the thing there. man you, you you was talking to somebody that was working that was there right like so, there from the beginning you know what i'm right, saying right so it, like, it was crazy to me even still I'm like damn like this is probably my favorite MC and right. I'm on the phone with him. I could text him, yo bro, you good, whatever, whatever. And then flying out, 
was that 20 that was 20 yeah 2019 flying up to detroit and link with him face to face on the album to finish up the album i'm i'm just like damn this is a real it's a real moment like i'm literally watching yeah. this man work i was I proud of you man i, I, man, I was proud i was proud of you brother I, when i saw your name like produced entire entirely by jay i was like yo this is a look right here i don't think yeah. niggas know this is a big deal this is a yeah. this is a big deal because Elza never had a, a a producer outside of Dilla to produce an entire project by him. You right, the first right. first producer to produce an entire project outside of Dilla, and I'm not even really count Dilla because that was with Slum Village. Right. Well, it would be second. I'm second. The first one would be with Crisis. Oh shit! Damn. My bad. My bad. Kirk. Shout out to Crisis. Also from North yeah, Carolina. Yeah. They, yeah they my bad. The, my bad. They had the the Jericho Jackson. The album. Jericho Jackson. Yep. Yeah. I forgot what year it was, but yeah, I not okay. 2016. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this that experience yeah. and the showcase too, like I just don't do because a lot of people be trying to box me in, like yo, you just do Gazelda type stuff, and it's like nigga, no, I got a like I I got soca beats that I, I make, bro. Like, trust me. He like, said soca shit. I, yeah, I got soca vibes. I bet you I ain't got, got no shit for Pitbull. <laughs> listen, listen, man. I love it. Yeah, I everything. bet you ain't got I everything. He got something for everything. Justin Bieber. Hey, he said it's a challenge. He said he gonna challenge. Hey, I'm, I might, I might already have, but that's the thing. Like, I wanted to be a well-rounded producer. Nah, I, I, I just didn't want to just do for yeah. hip hop. Know what I mean? So, oh, that's my train of thought. But yeah, so. That Elza was a good look. That was that yeah. was the. What do you think now? That project came out last year. You said so. Mm-hmm. You guys was building from 2017 up until cool. last year. So how long did it take for you guys to put that project together? Because that shit was a masterpiece, brother. Like when I first heard it, like normally when I first hear an album, I'm like, it don't blow me away. Nothing really at at 40 years old. Nothing really blows me away off a of first listen. But within like three tracks, man, I it just gave me this this. I can't describe the feeling that that project get it, it gave me man but i just end up listening to the whole the plan was just listen to a few songs i had work listen to the whole thing man and i was like blown away so again man um like how long did it take for y'all to put that put that entire project together man that time frame from from 2017 to 2019 that yeah, was sound the like time it. frame so that was the, the time frame and also it was i was you know, one of my most prized possessions outside of other projects that I've done. I produced full length projects for the homie B dot, the battle rapper B dot, and then my homie name tag. So I did like full length projects before, but this was like another prized possession of mine because it's showing the people my skill set as a producer, not only just doing the Grammy Gazelda. Like, I got soul in here, bro. So you got, you know, um, not, uh, the, the night I would join. Uh, you got Jason, you got Potential, mm. you got Smoking Mirrors. It's different. Yeah. Life was different. That Smoking Mirrors is crazy. Man, listen. That Smoking Mirrors is crazy. Yo, talk talk to me about that one right there, though. Yo, so that one, I think I had I had that I had that motherfucker on, on repeat about five times, man. Like same, that that same. song stopped the album. I couldn't even finish the album. I kept playing that one. Yo, same. I was the same way. When he sent me the, the demos, yeah. I was just listening. I'm like, Cause this was a different pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, um, I'm just listening to the, I'm listening to it now and, and this, 
like damn like dude like really wig on the record this is a whole different pocket yeah. and then like later um which is crazy because he he he's another one of those dudes that's kind of like west super perfectionist they you know they want to change everything this is the first time i ever worked with an artist that made so many changes i'm talking like the tempo could be 78 bpm right, right? You're like yo, send me 80, 82, 86. So I'm doing that for a lot of the beats. Right. I'm sending different tempos, and he's mm-hmm. telling me to do that because the bounce of the flow right. capture a different flow. I'm like, okay, yeah. so it makes sense. So I know now when we work again, I know I'm gonna send you variations, or at least a faster pace of no doing doubt. it. But anyway, but with the smoking mirrors, I'm like, yo, he's really going in. Fast forward, yeah, called me. He was like, yo, um. You know, we, we talked about a few singers and people who, who was going to have on it. Um, and originally, Royce was supposed to be on the album. Yeah, who's the, who's the that female, yeah. man? That, who's that? Yeah, yeah, so shout out to Monica Blair. Monica, Monica Blair. who is she getting mad? She's dope. Yeah, she's super, she's super she's dope. She's dope, because she's on two joints on there. Yeah, she's on uh, G.O.D. And she's on Smoking Mirror. Smoking Mirror, right? yep, yep. Uh, so... She's he dope. called me. Yeah, he called me. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get Monica Blair on this record." And I was. So he sent me like the finish. The, I guess the rough of the finish. I'm like, "Yo, she going in?" Like, yeah. Yeah, the ending part, crazy. That shit is fire, bro. One, one of our favorite beats. I played that beat for him when he came came here to Charlotte. He was on Jericho Jackson yeah. um, tour with Crisis. So I'm chopping up with him and I'm playing him beats. He's like, "Yo, this is crazy." Like, "Yo, send me that." And he was like, what's the name of the joint? I don't know why, but the original name of the beat was called Ghost in the Shell. Okay. So he was like, yo, you used to watch like Ghost in the Shell, like anime, stuff like that. I'm like, nah, I mean, I know of it. I right. used to play the games a little whatever, right, right. but I ain't really too familiar. Um, But he went crazy on it, on the record. Like mm. that was one of my favorite joints. Probably my favorite song. The Smoky Mirrors is my favorite song from the project. Then yeah, that's mine Jason too. And all that. Yeah. Nah, the whole the whole project is fire, man. It was that it was critically acclaimed, very slept on, man. I, I'm I'm upset mm. about that, man, because I feel like I had I believe I had that in my top five albums of uh, 2020. You know what I'm saying? So you know I, I feel like that's one of those projects, man. You know that's that's gonna it's, it's gonna age really well. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel like it's it got its just due, but I definitely feel like people go people are gonna start to gradually wake up to that shit within the next you know few years man and it's go it's go it's go hold its own you know 20 years from now yeah i, I, w- I would like to say so too um but last year it, it was a weird time you know COVID. yeah and then because yeah. um, kind of took over a little bit because you figured Niggas hitting um, you left and right like Conway, Benny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, every Conway dropped um, two joints. He, he dropped two joints. Yeah, um, he dropped Paris was last year, right? Yeah, West did. dropped three joints. Talk about he, mm-hmm. West about he gonna retire, and then he dropped three. He dropped Pray for Paris. <laughs> he dropped mm-hmm. Fly God two, and mm-hmm. uh, God made the sunshine. So that's three mm-hmm. joints by him. Benny got the joint with Hip Boy. Then the job, then yeah. got a joint with um, uh, uh I think Fraud. Harry Fraud had a joint with Harry Fraud. Then Conway dropped his project, and then the joint he did with Lu, uh, Alchemist Lulu. So yeah, it it's crazy, man. Like, like, 
but how does it feel? Like, like let's 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 get to it. Like, how does it feel, yeah. man, to be a part of this movement, man? Like, you are ingrained, you are in 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 ingratiated in this history of just mm. great music, this this golden era, man. What do you? How do you feel about that? Does it? Do you wake up and be like, man, like I'm part of history? Like this shit is. Does man, it seem it, real? Like, is it surreal? Like, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. If it, it feels. Like, you know, I'm a very gracious person. Like, I'm, I'm grateful for the position that I'm in. Right. Who would have thought, because when I went to the Bodie show, the same person that I went to the show with, the, the Gazelda show in 2017. Now, 2017, they came here. They was on tour, I think, with the Locks. It was Wes, I think Benny was there, Smoke Dizza, and then, like, the Locks or whatever. Okay. So, 2017. So around the same time where I was working with L too, it started the beginning stages of working with L. 2017 show, 2018, first my, my very first placement, right. 2019, ran through 2019, 2020 was kind of slow, but still, you know, did, did my thing. 2021, same thing. And it's like, yo, this is crazy to be engraved with other producers like Monk. Uh, Saito go to um Danny and Flair as well uh, mm-hmm. and, and Damager. Well you know Dan, you know Damager than everybody else. Yeah. But they're being the same setting as them and making history. Yeah. Because you know, I was there not early on, but you know, they, they started popping a little bit later. You know, they signed the Shady Deal, Wes and, and Conway. And then they had like uh they already had like Hitler's out, but then like Hitler Six really right, right. started in Oh no! I've really? been I've been I've been here since twenty since Hitler two, about twenty fifteen. Okay, so yeah, so I, I didn't get put on to them until like twenty sixteen. So I did listen to Fly God. Fly God. So I listened to Fly God and Trust the Shooter mixtape by Royce. So that's how I found out about Ooh. them. They had a joint on there. They bodied that shit. Yeah, <laughs> called banjo. Yeah, that banjo. Woo. Banjo joint. So I'm like, who is this? Who, who is this? Yeah, dudes? yeah. So then that's when I um, you know, they come to Harlem Nash. So I'm like, okay, let me look these dudes up. Wes had the fly guy in 2016. I was back in VA then. Mm. And I started tapping in a little bit more. Boom. At the show 2017, 2018, first placement 2019, worked with him. Um, the only one I worked with yet is Benny. But Everybody else, like, yeah, like, that's gonna come. That it's only a matter of time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hitting them now. Yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, like, you're working on 10 to talk four. Like, I need parts, bro. Oh, whoa, whoa. Time yeah. out. Yeah. 10 to talk four is in the making right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. News bro, flash. We got a Bridging the Generation <laughs> podcast uh, exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. I had yeah. no idea, man, because Benny, you know, he, he's working with a lot of different, um, you know, producers and he's, 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 putting it down right now so i had no idea man yo shout out to benny i would love i would love to see that happen man but i had to ask that question man that's one of the questions again i had to ask because you know sometimes i don't think you guys i wonder do you guys realize this man like because you you you're pretty young man only 30 years old man but you have been like would you would you say that we are in a golden era you know what i'm saying because even though you 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 30 you still can remember you still old enough to remember like the Raekwons, like the the era that the younger that that yeah. my era, what we could saw the what we consider the golden era. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty yeah. sure you you're knowledgeable. 
as a producer, I know mm. you're more than knowledgeable about the, the what most people consider the golden era. So, what do you consider like we in right now, man? What you mm, feel about part- it? Um, I, I want to say another like I don't think we in another. I gotta call it what it is. But we not in another golden era. Mm. And the reason, the reason being that we're not in, it's a great time for hip hop. But here's the thing, though. The reason why I say that, everybody's trying to copy their formula. You go back to the golden era; it mm. was everybody had their own shit. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah. everybody now is like, yeah. oh, this is a regular for what I send them. This is, you know, they did it their way. Well, well that's their formula. That's how they got on. Right. So you go back and listen to like, you know, the natal tones. They listen to them, you know, Serpolino or Tribe and Daylight. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RZA, RZA, RZA didn't sound like Prem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now, every, now yeah. everybody's sounding like each DJ other. DJ scratching on them, guy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Right. Every, everybody now sounding like one another to get on. Whether you're trying to sound like Damager, you're trying to sound like Algorithm, you're trying to sound like Beat Butcher. Help! They like yo. You, they saying people trying to sound like me. I said you could never sound like me because I don't really have a style. Cause mm-hmm. I'm I'm all over the place sonically because right. I feel like I could do um, different genres within my my means. So right. I don't really technically. Um, there's a lot of copycats going on. Like everybody, everybody trying to sound like Damager and Alchemist and Big right. Butcher. People's trying to sound like you know they sound like me. I'm like I don't really have a style. You know what I mean I do a little bit of everything. Right. Um. So it's, it's you can't really say you sound like Jr. Right. Um, but it's it's flattering though for somebody to be like, oh, you know, they sound like you, and nah, you can never sound like me. You know, like I do things differently than right. than a lot of producers. But yeah. going back to the '90s, the golden era, um, I was around a little bit of it. Like I said, my pops. Well, I didn't mention my pops had me around right. a lot of people from right. from AZ. Oh, I, I definitely know you're privy, privy to. Yeah, you know. from from AZ to Bust of Rounds. I was in the studio with both. I seen Coogee rap. I seen Flavor Flav. Like yeah. I was around around that that time, so I was definitely was outside early. Mm. So, you know, that's that's why my story is a little bit different than most. You feel like you got a you 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 feel like you kind of like got a head start. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. Because that's why I said I was producing at technically at six, but really was going full full range with it at twelve, thirteen. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely, because I was super exposed to it early and seeing. Mm-hmm. What was going on? But like versus like now, these these dudes they started picking it up like five, four, five years ago, and that's cool. Or even last year, or the year before, yeah. and that's that's all right. Ride, 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 riding the waves. <laughs> who knows, man? You know, I, you know. For me, like I said, it's therapeutic for me as a producer. But I'm I'm just do, saying, let's keep it a beam, man. No one wants to talk well, about this, man. But this is what we do on this platform. We talk about the shit that may be uncomfortable. For some people, but I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna keep it a bean. Right. I remember going to see Westside Gun and that man. I, I, I told the story like a hundred times, man, but I went to see these guys in like 2017. Mm. It was like 30 people in the crowd. And like, they was dope back then. The music was fire. It was just as good then as it is now. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think at that time they got the co sign by Eminem, but now it just seemed like everybody wants to attach themselves to that movement and you know which which i'm not trying to be too much of a stickler 
about the whole situation because I know how this shit works. But I'm just saying, do you do you look at what's going on in the game as far as like a lot of artists are now want to ride the wave? Like a lot of uh, artists, like a lot of fans want to ride the wave. But this thing has been bubbling. This underground scene has been bubbling since like Rock Marciano, Hus Kingpin. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Black Milk. There's a lot of guys in this lane that have been doing it, and they've been here. They've been making great albums, you know. But it seems like now that the green light has been given, I, I don't know, man. I mean, how what you how you how you feel? Nah, about it's it? it's the um. So maybe I'm seeing too much into it. I don't I don't nah, know. Nah, that's not even that. For, far as what I've seen with artists, people have their their age range. Like who's their audience? So like a black milk. Black Milk may not, his target audience may not be somebody younger than me. It might be like grown and sexy, might be 30 and up. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you listen to like Fever, you know, that album and listen to other albums that you put out, a little more vibes to it. Right. Um, versus like Western them, they, you know, people younger than me coming outside and it's black and white and some women, a lot of times, it don't really be a lot of shorties there. But when they do, they, they be outside because they into like wrestling and stuff like that right, right. not really a gimmick because this is what they really enjoy yeah they really like this but shit. but they bring black white and and the thing about it they don't be going crazy and fighting you go to some of these shows i've been a sick hey like ad because mm-hmm. i uh, you know i don't know if d coming but i her uh, you know my cousin her husband we supposed to be going to a show coming up i don't know if we still mm-hmm. going um but they got they coming to um they coming to the DC area. And um I want to say this to everybody who's watching, man. Like, it's nothing like going to a Griselda show. Like, I've been to four of them. And like you just said, I'm gonna piggyback on what you just said. I've never seen anything remotely close to like any type of violence, you know, taking place. Like people that come to those type of shows, man they are really hip-hop fans hip-hop purists you know what i'm saying so i love that about west side gun like you can listen to the music and you hear all the coke rap and all that but when it comes but at, at you know first and foremost he's an artist benny's an artist conway's an artist these guys are artists first so you might hear all these different elements in their music you know what i'm saying but i love the fact that they stay they keep this shit hip-hop you know what i'm saying absolutely i mean it was probably like one time I seen a nigga get knocked up, knocked out in a in a club and at an event, but that's nothing to do with them. It was at it was at Sony Hall, 2019. Everybody and their mama was there. Everybody. Was Everybody keep talking about the Sony Hall show, man. I got I got to go. I got I got to see them in Sony Hall, man. Listen, it was so fire. I'm talking about Busta Rhymes, Primo, yeah. Poison Pen. Everybody was there, man. Yeah. And um, I'm chilling like towards the bar. Um, area so you have to come through the doors then come to like walk down boom do you see like the whole the whole joint all right. pack and um i'm looking white dude drunk <laughs> nigga with the sleep go figure and yeah he went to sleep lacking yeah going crazy but any anybody getting shot anything like that right yeah. right like you never right. you never heard of it so they and they tell you that yo they they don't be wilding at our shows they be positive vibes like nah, i'll be positive vibes. Yeah. a lot of weed 
lot of, lot of weed though. <laughs> a lot. I'm like, bro, I'm a, lo- a lot, a <laughs> lot, a lot. I'm talking about, man. It, it, it's it's like a smoke session, man. Like 420 event up in the, every concert, man. I had, I took my younger brother, uh, I think maybe the second show. He ended up leaving. I said, man, you a man? Are you serious? I said, Mashawn, like really. I'm taking, bro. I don't think you realize what you're witnessing right now. Like we stayed for like he only stayed for like maybe ten minutes until they set, and I'm like, man. See, I wanted to hit up Chris. Too much smoke, but I hit up Chris. Chris ain't go. Like I don't know what, whatever, whatever. But I couldn't get Chris to go, so I asked my brother, and man, he couldn't even last ten minutes in the show. Was it 2018? 2018. Yeah. No. 20. 20. 20. No. 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 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I know you had told him something right around the time I had the baby about that. Yeah, that was one of the shows. He missed that one too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he missed that one too. <laughs> that was like, yeah, that would have been, that was like the third, my third time seeing him. But, but no, man, um, look, we about to wrap this thing up. Before we get up out of here, man, I, I got to ask you a couple of questions, man. Like right now, sure. you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're doing your thing right now. I love the movement that you're a part of, man. But I, I, I want to ask, man, like, if you can work with any rapper right now, whether mainstream or independent, you know what I'm saying? Like, who who's some of the names? You don't have to give me, like, your number one, you know what I'm saying? But who's some of the guys, man, that you would love to work with? Because I, I'm, I'm thinking about this Elza project, man, and I, I would love to hear you work with another um, artist, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, the reason I'm looking over here because I'm, I'm um, I got it written down, man. That's the vision my, board. Yeah, my vision board. <laughs> um, Fonte or a little brother as a group. Mm. Um, Method Man or, or, or Chef. Uh, Jay Nas. Um, Rick Ross. Um, Tory Lanez, Young and May. Um, you fuck with Tory Lanez? Heavy, for sure. Okay, heavy. okay. Heavy for sure. Yeah. Um, and Bank, Stove God. Megan Stallion's fire. She's fire. Yeah, she she's dope, but yeah, yeah. I think my one of my my top goal right now um, is trying to get a joint to Young and May. Like she she is fire. I'm trying now, to get now, a joint now, to now. We talk about you know lady MCs, man. You did two joints with uh Armani Caesar, man. You got two joints with her. This shit is crazy. What you think about Armani, man? What what, what was what was that like? What was that like? I didn't even know those two beats were supposed to be on. Um, on the the sunshine album yeah. i sent those to, to west yeah. but i think it was too too grimy too gutter for that for that project i mean yeah. listen then yeah um he gave gave the joints to her and her album leaked um god bless her dad but dj shay had passed away from covid yeah, so they pulled, they pulled all the, the they pulled the album off of the streaming so they could re-put it out yeah. but they ain't catching it time so somebody ended up leaking the album i was like let me let me just go listen. Let me see if I'm on here. Now I got two joints. Two said, joints oh. on there. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm on here. Yeah. Yeah. One of them. One of them got the machine on there too. I forgot mm-hmm. which one, but one of them joints got uh got yeah, con. Which one? It's called Gucci Casket. Gucci Caskets. Yeah, yeah. Machine on that one, man. Body, body diverse, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I got one more question I want to ask you too, man. Um, like, do you feel like you know what I'm saying? Like. Like right now, you know what I'm saying? You you doing your thing. Again, you doing your thing. But do you feel like you getting your just due? You know what I'm saying? Like, because you've been featured on like every West Side Gun project. Again, 
been featured on every West Side Gun project since 2018. Like, I feel like niggas, the niggas that know, know, but I feel like there's so much more, man, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to come from you, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, so I'm going to keep it all the way real. I'm going to say, hell no. No, not, not at all. I don't get mentioned with some of the other names. I, I think it's because um, a lot of people don't know too much about me. And I, I like to keep it that way. People don't know my business. They don't know how I move. None of that. So either two things going to happen or three things. Either people, you know, will try to fish. Um, they don't they don't care. Or, um, yeah, I forgot what was the third thing going to be. But, yeah, the people just don't be caring, man. Or they right. just it could be intimidated. I don't know. But, right. now nah, I don't get mentioned with you know, like the Nicholas Cravens or the Future Waves or all the other guys. I'm really gonna I really don't get mentioned with them. The side of goals. I don't. I don't get mentioned. Um I, I mean, I guess cause I'm not outside, maybe I don't promote myself enough, but nah, I always said that. And I'm like, yo, what what is it? It's like y'all niggas scared of something? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think, you, I think maybe you need um, to add that that like 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 add that tag in your production you know what i'm saying like you think you right. like chaos like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> I, I mean I, I i thought about it but like that was the only know. thing that like and i and listen who am i to tell like I'm, I'm a diehard hip-hop fan whatever but i'm not gonna mess up the formula because whatever you doing it is working but i did think about that i'm not gonna lie brother i'm gonna keep it 100 like i thought i'm like yeah. damn y'all what if Jay also he, he should do that? Like I don't think that would get him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's I, I think it's because I'm not outside enough, or I don't show my show me enough. Yeah. And being that I'm not showing me, because I told you I don't fuck with nobody like that. So yeah. it, that that aura could come off a lot. Yeah. Like it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least I keep the the wrong people away from me. But that's good that, that's good so but being that i move that way it's kind of right. like well i don't really know too much about son so i'm gonna just let him be but my credentials right. speak for itself from exactly a, a whole project with l i mean Armani, flea rj yeah, King, so yeah. on and so forth so my credentials is solidified but yeah. as far as getting that dust do nah niggas are not mention me at all some well, we we will you you we i know what you're doing man and i appreciate your contributions man like i said i've been i've been i've been following you man for 2018 like very closely and it's an honor to have you here on the platform man not just because you are closely associated with you know some of my favorite mcs man but i just love how you craft these beats man i'm like i feel like you know what i'm saying you have a good ear for production man i love how you very precise with it and um you know what I'm saying? I just see nothing but great things for you in the future, man. Just keep doing what you're doing, brother. Man, I appreciate that, man, for sure. Um, Again, thank y'all for even having me on the platform. You know how to come and show love. I mean, respect. No doubt, no doubt. Well, look, before we get up out of here, man, you got any any uh anything coming up, man? Where can we find you at on social media? You know what I'm saying? Things yeah. like that. Um, Me me, and um Eddie Kane, we're working on a project. Shout out Eddie um, Kane. Me and... and uh, Raz Fresco, we working on something. Yeah, me and Raz working on something. Me and uh, yeah, we need to. Hey, hey, Jay, we 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 need to talk. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, we need sure. to talk. Yo, that's yo, Raz, Raz. I got a bone to pick with Raz, man. I got a bone to Raz, pick with Raz. Yo, we gotta talk off. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Me and Rash got to join up now. Um, it's called uh, Diligent Fire. I, I I know that shit is crazy. I, that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me and Marv one working on something. Um, yeah, and then whenever I'm start being lazy and procrastinating, I'm gonna finish this, the GNA remix tape. Shit is coming out crazy too. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. So that's that's really about it, man. Um, oh, some with terminology coming out soon. Oh. I got some with with theme from MOP coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm also trying to work. Hopefully, uh, I put I keep putting the bug in his ear on that Tanner talk. That nah, not even just the Tanner talk. I'm trying to um I'm trying to do a project with Skazu. So I'm manifesting that. Because you got one that. joint on his last project. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah, join on there. Yeah, I'm supposed to be a trap rapper, yo. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be it. Now, yo, I like the, the, the beat switch up at the, end of the, at, at the end, man. Whose idea was that? Like man, how that, was, sh- that was his. So the first part is me. The other part is another producer. Okay. Yeah. Who's yeah, the other yeah, producer um, on that, real quick? What is it? I, is it Sam, Sam Illy? Sam Illy Beats? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, I, um, I know you. I know you was on that Sky project, though, man. I would, I would love to see that, man. Sky's one of my favorite. I interviewed him on season three. You know what I'm saying? So that that would be dope, man. But again, man, it's look, brother. I really appreciate you stopping by, man. It's an honor to have you here on the platform. And hey, words can't explain. I'm glad we was able to put this thing together, brother. Oh yeah, absolutely. Again, thank y'all for having me. No doubt, man. Well, look, man, everybody get ready to sign out. I'm Malak Arif, co-host DeAndra, the legendary, the one, the only J.R. Swift. We signing out. Peace. We gone. Peace. <laughs> <All right. laughs>